There are few creatures that are spared from the veil of sleep, the thin curtain that grants access to the vast expanse of the ineffable plane of dreams. That stretch of unconsciousness that is transcendent of time and space, a strange land where tangible and immaterial boil into a strange amalgam of that which is familiar and the alien and unknown. The entities that dwell in this incomprehensible plane are those that lurk through the nightmares of mortals and other beings across the multiverse. But there is one creature that inhabits this land that is truly something to be feared, something to be admired, something one can only hope to never experience. He has many names across many worlds, but we, we will call him the Taker, and his name strikes dread into the hearts of all but those who are spared from the veil of sleep. For his far-reaching hand will take any who dream, and that is where our story begins, with four people that have been taken from the false security of sleep into the dungeons of the Taker. Hello, my name is Gavin. I'm the Game Master of Playing Out of Character, but this is Advantage. Your day ends as it always does, with the cool wash of sleep to cleanse you of the weariness you experienced from your day. You may have spent your day laboriously, toiling at the ground you have worked for many years. Your day might have been spent traversing the sea of sand between cities and settlements, peddling wares to the wealthy and poor alike. Or you might have been sitting in a shop, sitting amongst baubles and trinkets, admiring the collection you've accrued over the years. Perhaps you have spent your daylight fishing off the deck of a ship that lazily bobs over waves, with a speed that can't be felt, but you know is there. Regardless of how your day was, the siren song of sleep lulled you into the soothing notes, and you succumbed, as you always have. However, at some point, you have a jolting feeling, as if you are falling, and it wakes you up. You find yourself in an unfamiliar surrounding, strange and otherworldly. The room you sit in is stark white, with metallic walls and bright lights that come from gla strange glass tubes on the ceiling. You see before you a smooth white counter, curving gently into a wall of the same metal. 
The counter bears the letters LJD in some strange light lettering, seemingly emitted from the strange glass tubes in the ceiling. Behind the counter is a painting of an egg and a balding man with long gray hair that drapes over the sides of his head with an unkept mustache with a chin that juts out noticeably far. The rest of the room, however, is a bit more alarming. Sitting in the sterile, roundish chairs are black shadow figures resembling humanoids. The chairs are all grouped together on one half of the room, with tables between them, each table topped with books. The books are thin, made fully of paper, and one of them says Technology Today on the cover. The far left wall gives you another strange image. Four blue mirages? Odd scenes projected from little lights that are embedded in the walls onto pedestals display four scenes. One scene, a river coursing around a collection of rocks, with three devices in the center. Another scene, a curtain that glimmers and shines like stars above. The third, a carnival tent, lights inside glowing invitingly. The final, a group of people dancing under dim lights. You sit with three other more corporeal people on strange, hard, cold material chairs. Not metal or wood, but something smooth and rather slick. Suddenly you hear the man behind the counter say, Next. <laughs> I'll stand up. I'll stand up and go. So, um, Jim, <laughs> you stand up and go. Describe, describe to me what you look like as you walk towards the counter. Uh, you see a rather tall, six foot nine, six foot ten, uh, furbolg with graying hair, long, mostly unkempt, and, uh, just plain cotton clothes, just a white shirt, brown pants, barefoot, just striding over to the counter. Heck yeah, you, as you approach the counter, you see that the man is wearing a strange garb, a, a gray jacket that buttons in the middle and a black tie that cinches around the collar of a white button-up shirt. He has a small piece of metal on the right side of his chest that says Charles P. Uh, as you approach, um, he says, uh... What's your name? Uh, my name is Raleigh of the Narrow Grove. <laughs> All right, Raleigh. What's your last name, Jolly Green? Of the Narrow Grove. I, I, I feel like that's not really a last name now, is it? That seems more like a, a title. But you know what? We'll just put Raleigh uh, Narrow Grove. I'll put a little half <laughs> in between Narrow and Grove. Maybe maybe we'll get away with that. Uh, how old are you, Riley Narrow Grove? About 78 seasons. I'll take that as 78 years old. All right, all right, all right. Now, uh, now uh, what do you do for a living, Riley? Farming. Mainly farming. Farming. Now, that's, uh, that's honest work. Well, if you want to, if you want to step to the side here, Riley, we'll get you, uh, we'll get you set up. Uh, do you have any questions for me? No, I'm just gonna go with it. Uh, okay, nice and easy. I see. Okay. Uh, next. By all means, go, go, sure. go first. I'm, I'm right. happy to stay here. <laughs> he sees you approach and he says, uh. Well, ain't that just a, a rooster's call? You're an actual, factual dragon's man, aren't you? Yes, sir, indeed. 
Very draconic way to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a uh, dragonic way. Him in his, uh, <laughs> uh, in his natural natural state. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, Mister Mister Dragon Man, uh, what's your what's your name? My name is Nadar. Nadar, that's a that's quite the name you got there. You got a last name, sir? Uh. Not one that I'm willing to share right now. All right, that's fair. You did suddenly wake up in a, a strange dreamland, so I would un- I would be under the same assumption. Um, how old are you, Nadar? Uh, forty two. Forty two. Okay. Uh, um, that 42. that seemed like you kind of just pulled it out of your ass. There, are you sure that's how <laughs> no, old you are? I'm one hundred percent sure that's how old I am. <laughs> okay, I just just wanted to check with you, um, Nadar. What do you do for a living? Uh, I am the owner and proprietor of Nadar's Knickknacks. Oh, you know what? All right, fair. Uh, you you sell anything cool at Nadar's Knickknacks? You got? Do you got? Of course. He leans over conspiratorially. Do you got? You got cribbage boards? <laughs> <laughs> I I do believe we have some cribbage boards. Does it have the pegs in them too? <laughs> I, I would keep trying to buy them with a. Oh yeah, they're all uh. Fourth century, um, golden oh, okay. lay, well, all the works. Anyway, oh geez, there was this question. <laughs> there was this question that this short short person told me to ask you. Um, oh yeah, that was it. On a scale from one to ten, how satisfied are you with your monogamous existence? <laughs> oh no, that wasn't it. It was monotonous existence. <laughs> <laughs> Four and a half. That's below average, is it? <laughs> Do you? Is it because maybe your selling prices, your selling prices are a little too high at Nadar's knickknacks? Oh no, our our selling prices are just fine. <laughs> say so. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like there's something behind that, but we'll. That's not for me to discuss with you. Anyway, if you want to step next to Jolly Green over there, we'll uh. We'll get you guys going. Uh, do you have any questions for me? No, I, I'm I'm just gonna take it in stride. Okay, okay. I, I appreciate that philosophy. Okay, uh, next. By all means, go go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, you see a tiefling nod at uh, the other person still. Uh, sitting down and stand up and so the figure that arises is a tall tiefling he's cloaked in um some pretty lavish looking robes uh it's a mixture uh, hmm. they're practical they're uh light and linen but they're also uh very ornate uh with like needlework uh inlays on them and so he I'm steps hearing, up to I'm, the desk. I'm hearing you look like you look like uh, Chic Link in Link in the <laughs> Chic outfit. Perhaps I'm n- not okay. a Zelda person, but yes, fair enough. Excuse um, me. Do, hey, <laughs> sorry. Please do not sue us, Nintendo. <laughs> yes, the, don't don't sue Advantage. Uh, 
<laughs> or actually, you know what? Please, please sue us, Nintendo. Please sue, Ooh, please yeah. sue Joe. That would be good publicity. Yeah, sue please. Joe specifically. No, hey, please uh, sue Gavin. This is don't <laughs> playing out a character has nothing to do with Nintendo. Actually, uh, anyway, um, as you approach, uh, he he, this guy he he takes on a, a more uh, dis, like distrusting countenance. He says he sees you approaching. He's like, "Well, that is not holy," uh, and. Um, as you approach, he says, uh, "What's what's your name?" Uh, Barmo Sand Traveler. <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to spell out that first one for me. E A R M O S Barmos. All right, Barmos, uh, Barmos Sand Traveler. Um, well, uh, what uh, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a guide along the traders path where hey where are we now oh you know uh we're actually in the research facility of uh of uh the dark the dark more <laughs> research facility <laughs> and where is that exactly in relationship to the traitor's path and defeat and triumph and you know all the other places that are on the world well, I've never heard of those places, if that means anything to you. Uh, it's, the research facility isn't exactly aware or anything like that. It's more of a, uh, a constant, I think. Um, is it a when? Uh, we are, we're kind of floating about in, uh, somewhere in between. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, we are a long way from defeat. Uh, now, uh, how old are you? Oh, jeez, I lost track. I'm not quite as young as I used to be, but not old as I could be. Well, I, I, uh, I feel that, brother, I feel that. Um, you know, sometimes when it rains, I feel it in my knees, so I'm with you there. Um, <laughs> on a scale from one to ten, how satisfied are you with your, uh, monotonous existence? Uh, I haven't really thought about it in terms of monotony until now, uh, but yeah, I guess it is pretty s similar day to day. Um, six. Hey, you're doing better than uh, <laughs> you're doing better than the scaly skinned feller over there. So I would hope so. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Well. Uh, anyway. Dang. <laughs> uh, Nadar, you hear him say that. Um. So, uh, he he looks at he looks you up and down and says, "Uh, so, uh, El Diablo, you got any questions for me besides where we are?" Uh, it's Barmos, but no, I think I'm good. All right, Bar, Bar I'm gonna call you Barry. Uh, all right, Barry. <sighs> um, well, uh, if you don't mind taking a stance right over with the other two gentlemen, I would be very appreciative. Uh, next. Oh, is this, this is me? Am I? Oh, okay. Um, you see a, a half orc sort of walk over. He's, um, he's dressed in like, kind of like, um, sailor's outfit, I guess, sort of piratey, um, kind of mm -hmm. long hair and a plait down his back. Um, he walks up very kind of awkwardly and nervously kind of walks over. As you walk over, he says, uh, you're, you're a big fella, huh? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. How much do you bench? What's your What's your max? Oof. Um, uh, I, I guess I'm, I'm. I, I actually could not say I'm very strong. Very. On a scale to uh, one to five, I'd say a plus four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, all right, Jack Sparrow. What's your full name? Um, it's Rat. It's just Rat. 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 Like, uh, like the rodent. That is correct. Yes. Oh, jeez. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's rough. It's it's all right. It's my name. Yeah, if you're okay with it, I mean. Anyway, uh, <laughs> how old are you, Rat? Um, must be about twenty. Twenty. Maybe something like that. All right. Nobody really likes you, huh? Mmm. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, uh, on a scale from one to ten, uh, how is your monotonous existence at the age of twenty-three? Um, I mean, I felt like I was doing okay, but now I'm in this weird place. Is this a dream? Yes and no. Um, oh. Essentially, uh, essentially, I had, oh man, this short little bacterial feller, he, he said I had to tell you that something, what was it? And he looks down and uh, he goes through some papers. You see he has like um, some doodles of like uh, like ninjas and stuff on his paper and like little ninja stars and stuff. Uh, he's, oh, here it is. Um we're doing research on how individuals respond to various scenarios in order to improve our line of products. Um, with a little caveat, uh, we are also adding, um, Mr. Darkmore is adding the variable of cultural shock to our experiment, our, our research. Well, I'm definitely shocked. So, um, well, my my dossier told me that you guys don't even know what a light bulb is, so you're in for quite the surprise. A what? Um, yeah, a what? yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what what is it that you do for a living? I I'm assuming you're a pirate. That with your get up, you would be assuming correct. Um, I am. I am that. Yes. You find any real cool treasure? You find a golden goblet or anything like that? I mean. I've kept some pretty cool swords, but most of my treasure goes around the crew, so I don't get a lot of it. Mm, that's a shame. That's a shame. Well, uh, do you do you guys have any final questions for me before I send you over to uh, to my friend Canton? What's a light bulb? Ooh, that's a, <laughs> man. That's a question, isn't it? Uh, you see, I'm not exactly a smart feller. Uh, I, I'm not no engineer or whatnot. I just do the simple work here, but. Uh, essentially, it's a, a little glass tube that has light inside of it. That's about it. That's, that's all I can tell you. Nice. Thanks. Why, why, not, use, why not just use a candle? Because uh, candles burn <laughs> out faster than a light bulb does. That's a, you know, uh, <laughs> Canton might be able to a- answer more of these questions. I'm, I'm no scientist or anything. Uh, so... Uh, if you guys want to go through this uh, this door over there, don't be shocked. It is going to just slide right open as you walk closer to it. So uh, <laughs> don't don't freak out. It's not it's not trapped or anything like that. Uh, no traps yet. Anyway, you guys have fun and uh, 
enjoy this uh, experience. Oh, I'm, I'm not supposed to say experiment. Dang it, Charles. <laughs> uh, enjoy, Barmos, enjoy the research. Yeah, yes, yes. Barmos would like to uh, quickly walk toward the door, confident that it will slide open, but perhaps a little bit too fast for the sensors. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you walk up and you just freaking thunk your noggin right against <laughs> that sucker. Hey, Charles! And then it slides. Yeah, and it slides right open. Oh. Um, a narrow hallway stretches before you. To your right, a smooth, seamless sheet of white metal uh, that is presumably the wall. Uh, to the left, uh, floor-to-ceiling windows that look down onto the hazy street below. You see street lamps with no visible flame, but the same light glowing inside. The road is not dirt or cobblestone, but one long piece of what appears to be stone. Uh, light letters are on um, buildings of an architecture you've never seen before. And strange machines with, this, again, the same lights jutting from what appears to be the nose of the machine move slowly up and down the road with arms wiping water from the glass spaces. And those indistinct shadowy people that you saw in the lobby walk about uh, on the sides of the road, holding up something that seems to block the thick sheets of rain, uh, even if they can't feel it at all. At the end of the hallway, another door with a panel on the side that reads Armaments. Hey, light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what these are. I, I don't get it. I, I just, candles, candles work. <laughs> um, I'm going to well, stay yeah, the horses? back there. So someone else wants to go first. That, that would be great. What are these weird mechanical chariots? <laughs> Dreams are weird, man. Dreams I are agree. weird. Yeah. Um, are you guys also? Are you also in dreams? I think so. <laughs> are you a part are of my dream, dreams? or am I a part of your dream? I, I mean, this is just the average day to day, you know. It's, it's... <laughs> Where are you from? Do you do you guys know the Narrow Grove? I, I know the Muffin Man. I don't know the so. Narrow Grove. <laughs> the Muffin. I, I think I've been to a narrow grove before, but I don't know. So this on Drury Lane, right? Drury Lane. It's right by the narrow grove. <laughs> we go into the armaments. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I would like to go to the armaments. Uh, Let's do it. This room is much smaller with uh, a balding elven man sitting behind a desk, accompanied by uh, men and women that are standing far behind them wearing white coats and holding boards that they appear to be writing on. Um, but not with feathers, with some strange uh, ink-propelling device. <laughs> um, from the desk to ceiling, however, is a shimmering blue field of energy. The rest of the room is lined with lockers and a small storage boxes or small storage boxes. There's a large tank uh, in the right corner of the room and a door directly ahead of you. The most strange thing, however, is a large machine shaped like a person standing nearly eight feet tall in the center of the room. Some of you may have heard of the Warforged, people whose essences have been stored in the shell of an automaton. This machine in the center of the room is anything but a lifeless thing that has long limbs that end in a complex extremity of jutting pieces of metal. From behind the shimmering blue field, the elf says, Welcome to the equipment room. Here you will be outfitted for the task ahead. It is my delight to present you with a short questionnaire, an assessment to provide you with tools best suited for your contributions to our research. If you would be so kind as to carefully choose your answers to ensure the best possible chances of survival. 
please refrain from any questions outside of those that would clarify a question in the questionnaire. DASA32 will provide you with the questionnaire. And the the giant uh, lifeless machine behind you um, produces uh, four... Uh, they look like paper, but they're made of light, uh, and they have uh, has like letters all over it. Um, and uh, he, uh, this this machine uh, uses all four of its limbs to distribute uh, the the ta- or they're holding these light tablets in front of you. I take one. Yeah. Do you have a quill? These are touch screen. You don't need a quill. I tried bite oh. it. Touch scream. <laughs> Touch screen. If you press on the lights, it will answer the question for you. I lick it. You lick it. Uh, <laughs> it scrolls. It scrolls down, <laughs> and you see. I see you, you licking see it and do question. that as well. <laughs> Please don't lick the screens. If you press it with your finger, it will answer the question for you. Just press on the bubble next to the answer that you like. I look at the questions. Um, yeah. uh, the first question, and uh, at the end of each question, you guys just kind of tell me your answer, and then I will subsequently uh, give you information off of your, your answer. Did you make a BuzzFeed quiz um, for the this? The first question says, it is a BuzzFeed quiz. It is that. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. <laughs> things you never knew about class election. <laughs> um, no. Uh, your, uh, the first question says, You've arrived at the scene of a murder. There's a scroll besides the body alongside a dagger. What do you do? A. Inspect the body uh, for wounds, taking note of the origin of the wounds and its effect it had on the person's vitality. B. Inspect the scroll. What magical remnants might lead to another clue? C. Inspect the dagger. Maybe, and then it has uh, DNA kind of scratched out. Uh, The essence of the person is on the dagger and can be traced to the person. (laughs) So inspect the body for wounds, inspect the scroll, inspect the dagger for uh, leftover traces of the person who used the dagger. Scroll. Scroll. Wounds. <laughs> body. So uh, first um, for Riley, uh, go ahead and bubble in. You have proficiency in medicine. Woohoo! Um, and so do you, rat. Nice. Um, and then uh, Nadar and uh, Barmos, you both have proficiency in Arcana. Okay, question two. You see the, per- the person you've been avoiding walking towards you, excited to talk to you about something you do not care about at all. How do you choose to get away from them? A, you could slip into a crowd of people and this unobservant dolt wouldn't notice. B, at the current distance this person is from you, you could give it the beans and break away at an all-out sprint and get away just fine. C, climb up a nearby tree and keep quiet. They are never smart enough to recognize the y-axis of reality. What's a y-axis? I, you hear Barmos mutter, uh, and then select slip into the crowd. Slip into the crowd? Uh, run away. Okay, so we got slip into the crowd... Uh, for uh, Barmos, we got run away for uh, for rats. Okay. Um, a. A. Okay. Riley, what do you got? 
Uh, I am going to climb into the tree. Climb into the tree? Okay. So, um, Riley, uh, go ahead and bubble in acrobatics. Uh, Nadar and uh, Barmos, go ahead and bubble in stealth. And then uh, Rat, go ahead and bubble in athletics. Nice. This is very inspired by Fallout 3's goat test, by the way. <laughs> um, so... Uh, two more questions. Um, question three. A robot keeps uh, patrolling around the local bakery, which was shut down last night due to a pesky mon carbon monoxide threat. The robot is there to ensure that no one enters and is subsequently poisoned and dies. But you are very much craving Gunter's Gallant Cheesecake. What do you do to get this cheesecake? A. Watch, <laughs> watch the patrol pattern of the robot and enter when you have... Uh, when you know you have enough uh, time to make uh, a break for it. B, run up to the robot and shout threats and profanities. Your consciousness is superior to its coded brain. It will stand down. C, when the robot turns around, approach it and remove the panel that covers the off switch. Easy peasy. Robot? <laughs> the doctor that you see before you is a robot. It is an automated servant. An off switch cancels its movement and actions. To put it in mechanic terms. To kill it? It can turn back on to bring it back <laughs> to life. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll pick C. Okay. Same. I'm going to pick uh, the calculate the time and then go in for the opening. Cool. Same. All right. So. Oh, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> me and more. Me. <laughs> um, uh, Riley, go ahead and bubble in. You uh, have proficiency in perception. Uh, Nadar, you have proficiency in sleight of hand. Uh, Barmos, you also have proficiency in perception. Uh, Rat, you have proficiency in sleight of hand as well. And last and final question. You see a car, and that one scratched out again. Owlbear, <laughs> barreling towards the child. What do you do to stop it? A... Cut it down. If you get up close and personal, the kid can get away. B, magic missile never misses. C, your bow has killed owlbears before. Cut it down. All right. B. All right. Sword, baby. All right. Also sword. And, okay. So, um... <gasps> Jim. <laughs> all right, this is where it's going to get... A little bit, I'm going to send each of you uh, your respective, um, like, class things. Okay. Uh, you, the, the bald elf okay. uh, behind it, uh, behind you says, when you are finished, submit your questionnaire to DASA32, who will then outfit you. Thank you for your cooperation. Uh, I walk up to DASA32 and hand it my iPad. <laughs> what are these things called? They're just data pads. I hand in my data pad. All right. Um, I do the same. And as you all turn in your data pads, Dasa says, Would you like to enhance ability or learn something new? And essentially, uh, this is going to be an ability score improvement or you're going to get a feat. Ooh. Ooh. I like cool. a third leg. 
Because, baby, um, I already got one. hey I think nice. that I want to go ability score. Yeah, uh, I'll, take a, I'll take a feat. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go for a feat as well. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to do ability score, too. Nadar and Bramos, or Barmos, uh, add two to any ability that you choose. Um, oh, nice. It's just, like, it says strength. It just says the freaking typical Dungeons & Dragons um, mm-hmm. ability. And then this is where it gets a little juicy. Uh, Riley and Rat. Um, it, the, the, the options to you are alert, athlete, or alert, athlete, charger, dual wielder, grappler, or healer. Mm. Mm. I might go for healer, actually. Yeah, I'll take athlete. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah. All right. I'm uh, going to go for healer. I'm going to send those in the, the chat here. Um, you, uh, Zach, what, um, what ability score improvement did you take? Uh, can I do, instead of plus two, can I do plus one to two different things? Oh, yeah, of course. Cool. Then I'm going to bump charisma up to 20. Ooh, um, nice. nice. And, uh, put one in wisdom to make it 14. Joe, you also chose an ability score improvement. Um, what did you pick? I'm going to... You know what? I'll boost con. <laughs> Good idea. Um, <laughs> so at least I don't so, have that plus okay. or that negative one. Okay. Um, also, uh, as a side note, um, you all have a constitution saving throw proficiency. Then uh, everyone else who picked a sword, you can either have a strength or dexterity saving throw proficiency. Um, Zach, uh, whatever you chose your spell casting ability. Yeah, uh, you get a saving throw in that. So we'll kind of go down the list here. Um, Riley, you begin to feel uh, you, you feel as if a weight has been lifted off of your lungs a little bit. Um, you you feel any uh, like lactic acid buildup in your muscles has been uh, relieved. Um, <laughs> you are you are just generally feeling more fit, uh, as if you have had a gym membership and you've used it. Uh, with much devotion. Um, <laughs> Great. I would, I would like a membership to gym. I, the, a sexual. They're worth it. Wait, what? J- <laughs> oh, to his gym. J- nice. Gym the gym gym. Yeah, you know, um. gym. <laughs> Sup. <laughs> um, Zach, you, uh, you feel as if um, any... Or, sorry, shoot. Nadar, you feel as if any time you have spent... Uh, like, like any time you've spent being like, oh, shoot, I wish I would have said that. Suddenly, you feel you will never have to have that worry again because you will always know what to say from henceforth. Um, uh, Barmos, uh, your nose was sniffly. Uh, you had trouble breathing. That's gone. You're good. Um, oh, thank God. Any sand build up in your lungs? You don't. It's gone. Oof. And uh, lastly... Um, Rat, you, uh, out of nowhere, suddenly have the <laughs> knowledge of, um, of uh, uh, how to properly heal wounds, which you've never been taught on your ship, uh, but you now have that. Um, and as you turn in or you select these things, uh, Dasa Thirty Two says, um, "If you would please step within the tank," and gestures for one of you to enter. Sure. As you step into the tank, uh, 
uh, Riley, you have um, like a sudden light envelops you. And you look down and you have a cool futuristic chain shirt is now laid around you. It, I'm going to leave it up to the listeners, whatever a cool futuristic chain shirt looks like in your head. Um, and suddenly operating within your hand is a, uh, a sword with uh, a slight humming that comes from it. And it's uh, a tinge of blue. And on your hip, a, a real smooth, classy cowboy revolver. Um, you know inherently you just know now that this is a gun you know how to use it you know uh how to reload it you know um the hammer and all that stuff uh and subsequently because everyone almost everyone chose melee uh you all experience that as well uh when you enter into this um <laughs> and lying outside waiting for you are our backpacks um and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a little scheme, uh, scene skip uh, through all of those uh, Riley, Barmos, and Rat entering the chamber because you guys all get the same thing. Uh, to uh, Nadar, you enter the chamber, and suddenly around you you feel uh, a harness, uh, a, a harness that is of a heavy metal uh, wrapping around your shoulders and your torso, and uh, like spreading down your arms. And uh, it shoots little needles into your skin. Um, and it hurts a little bit, but not enough to, like, it's not like 1d4 of damage or anything like that. Uh, and you suddenly feel uh, an energy flowing through the machine. And you know that this, is, uh, this harness is tapping into your inherent uh, magical energy as a, as a being within the planes. Um, and when you step outside... You see a little, uh, just a little, a little satchel, um, and it uh, it has all of the contents of what would be a scholar's pack inside of it. Um, and uh, after all of you are outfitted, we see uh, Dasa uh, approaches you again, and he then uh, hands you each uh, a a syringe. It's a large, uh, almost like a gun syringe. And inside the syringe is an upside down, like classic fantasy potion. Um, but the syringes are all uh, very insidious looking, <laughs> and uh, they they look like they'll mess you up. But he says these will provide you respite if you take too much damage. And essentially, there are two uh, regular healing potions and two minor healing potions to uh, use as you guys want. Um, and then he. Uh, pulls out an uh, aerosol can and it says GR use in extreme emergency highly flammable do not use near open flame Oops. and he just holds it out for somebody to take I'll grab it cool and then lastly uh, from a car- compartment in his chest uh, he opens it up and it says uh, or he pulls out a piece of a medallion um, it's like broken off and it looks like it's going to want to connect to other pieces, but he hands it to whoever wants to take it. I want to take it. Cool. Um, shiny. And, uh, the, uh, the, the guy behind the counter who, uh, Charles referred to as Canton, uh, says, you are now outfitted for the, the trials ahead. Thank you for your cooperation. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. No problem. <laughs> um, this is a weird dream. This is and, incredibly vivid. <laughs> Dreams, man. Uh, the, the another door opens before you, and it's a good, 
and uh, there's a sterile room um, with uh, a bench on the side, and uh, that leads to another door, which will subsequently open as you uh, get closer to it. Hey friends, it's Joe. Glad you're here for the Switch Series episode featuring playing out of character podcast. Um, we're this is not really my show today. Uh, I'm just kind of introducing uh, the game master of that podcast, Gavin. Boy howdy, I'm Gavin. Boy and I'm the howdy, game master of That's playing out Gavin. of character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've talked about playing out of character a couple times uh, on the mid-roll of our show and uh it's super fun to be able to play a switch series with them today um i even had the distinct joy of getting to meet gavin when my family went and visited uh seattle this summer um so good companion all around and gavin tell us a little bit about the show this is going to end up on the advantage feed so introduce yeah yeah my audience to you well uh I am Gavin, as Joe so accurately pointed out earlier. Um, I uh, <laughs> I am the uh, the game master of playing out of character uh, and the host. I we are running a game of Urban Shadows right now. It's a criminal suspense set in the sci-fi uh, supernatural world where it's like vampires and ghosts and spaceships and laser guns. Uh, which very much inspired this advantage episode or the Switch series with advantage of trying to integrate some of my own flavors of sci-fi into uh, a Dungeons and Dragons game. Um, Joe, I want to thank you for having me uh, as a DM for this very fun episode um, and letting me DM for uh, for uh, How Friends Will and Misadventures as well. So thank you for that. Yeah, it was an absolute thrill to have you here. Um, so for crossover people coming from playing out of character uh i'll give you a quick yeah. brief about advantage uh we're a fifth edition dungeons and dragons um audio drama uh set in a homebrew world we uh have we're currently working on uh our second arc which is a great place to start um this this one i think this is going to be particularly relevant to um people coming over from playing out of character but this arc will focus on um, the revolutionary tactics of destroying a fascist government. So yeah, <laughs> that's pretty pretty dang relevant. Um, and if my listeners are coming over to here and haven't already listened to Advantage, what the bum hecky are you doing? Because I have mentioned Advantage way too many times for you to only get in this late. Uh, so get on get on that wagon and ride it into the next town. <laughs> you can expect um, you can expect to hear advantage uh, DM a show for playing out of character at some point in the f- yes, near future. Can. I'm very excited. I have a great character for it, and I have a great dungeon for it. So it'll be very oh, very good. Heck yeah! All right, um, Gavin, where can my audience find you? online uh or physically on the social on uh, physically you can you can find me uh the last place you left your wallet um hey man but 
the the uh, the social media, the internet uh, world can find me at uh, P O O C podcast on Twitter. Um, and we don't really use our Instagram page, so don't even worry about that. But uh, <laughs> you can also find us on uh, on any uh, podcast streaming service uh, under the name of Playing Out of Character. Um, and that's that's pretty much our only social media presence. For Playing Out of Character's audience, you can find us at Advantage D&D. Uh, you'll probably hear goofs about it later in the show, but... Um, <laughs> the name of the show is just Advantage. All of our social media handles, Advantage D&D, but our show name is just Advantage. Which I have, it's a point I of contention. Up. It's a point <laughs> of contention. It happens to everybody. <laughs> it happens well, to me. It happens to cast people. Joe, uh, again, thank you, man. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on here. Uh, on advantage D and D go to hell. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Uh, in that case, enjoy the rest of the episode. Don't get any on you. Gross. And before you stretches a long hall with two strange blackened figures at the end and one in the far right corner. You see at the end of this hallway, there's a medallion uh, on a pedestal, or a piece of this medallion on a pedestal uh, in front of one of the same steel doors that you've walked through. Uh, but this medallion surrounded by a cage of light. A fly approaches one of the bars of light and it instantly burns up. The walls are just like everything you've seen uh, thus far in this facility, but this hallway, uh, it's smooth white. But every five feet on the left wall, there's a thick black line um, that looks uh, like it's tarnished the wall. Charles, Charles said accidentally that this is like a test or something, right? An experiment. An experiment. That's so. Are we just supposed to just kind of do it, and then they're gonna? I'm just. I'm just gonna walk forward. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll forward. follow you. So <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Um, make, uh, make perception checks for me around the, around the board. Perception. I crit failed. <laughs> I rolled a two. Um, so that's a seven. I rolled a three, Ooh. so that's a ten. Uh, Fifteen. <laughs> Guys, this is an awful first roll. Okay. Um, geez, we got to resolve that crit fail, huh? Um, so, uh, <laughs> Barmos, you kind of trudge forward confidently as you uh, have done in the past and collided with the door. Um, and uh, you notice it, Nadar, just as Barmos gets to it, but uh, uh, Barmos steps across a wire and it snaps. Um, and the room doesn't change. But uh, you do see, um, Nadar, there is a lever just before you. Uh, just, like if you like from where you and Barmos are, you could reach out and pull this lever. I'm gonna pull the lever. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Wild move. I love it. Uh, all right. <laughs> Wait, um, what does that lever go to? Get on in there. <laughs> and as you pull the lever, again, nothing happens. Hmm. 
gonna go up to one of the figures and kind of tap him with my foot. Uh, <laughs> you see the figure. Uh, it's where it, like it looks like it was wearing the same garment as the people that were standing behind the bald elf and taking notes. Um, and as you kind of tap him with your toes, uh, he crumbles and uh, oh. like his blackened figure turns into gray ash. That wasn't me. <laughs> Rat, what did you do? I, I didn't do anything. He <laughs> back. It just happened. It just happened. You didn't touch it at all? It just did it? No. No, it just happened. <laughs> wow. You just walked right up to it and it disintegrated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. I wonder what this lever does. I'm just gonna like, <laughs> put it back up and then pull it down again, and then put it back up and pull it down again. Um. So nothing. Again, nothing seems to happen. But there are two more figures at the end of the hallway as well, with the medallion and a cage of light. Actually, I'm gonna retcon it. As you flick it back and forth, <laughs> some insane uh, short in the wiring turns off the cage. Nice. Uh, huh. Should we? Yeah. How? Wait, keep doing that. What's more? What else is going on? Keep doing that. Maybe something else will happen. (laughs) The medallion is about like it's on a three foot high pedestal. You could. uh, It's at the end of this hallway. You still got about uh, like thirty feet ahead of you, Um, and the medallion's just kind of positioned on top of uh, the pedestal. I already have one medallion. I'm gonna go try to get a second medallion. Should we? (laughs) Nah. Just, just go, go for it, go for it. I'll just stand back here. As you. Just How far watch. back are you standing? I mean, just a few feet back from the person, I guess, that okay. I crumbled into <laughs> ash. So, uh, Whoops. Um, as you uh, walk towards the, uh, the, meda- the, the second piece of the medallion, um, both doors, front and behind you, slam shut as you hear a click of a pressure plate below your foot. Um, and... Uh, Go ahead and make a perception check for me, uh, everybody. Oh, that's much better. Fourteen. Twenty-one. Okay. Twenty-five. Dang, Jim. Twenty-five. Okay. Um, twenty-one with a twenty-one, or okay, with a ten, uh, you see, um, there there are uh, almost like nozzles embedded at the side of the wall every five feet. And uh, on the opposite side of those black marks uh, on uh, on the the wall of the le- the left wall. On so on the right wall, spigots. On the uh, left wall, uh, black marks. And the spigots begin to uh, get red as if they're warming up. Um, with a twenty, uh, <laughs> you see rat. There are uh, there's fire uh, beginning to emanate from the back of the tube, bleeding out of the spigot. And with a 25, uh, Riley, you see there are four buttons positioned at each corner of the room. Uh, first thing I'm going to do is stand in between the spigots, like, against that wall. Okay. Uh, actually, everybody, let's roll initiative, because this is an initiative trap. Cocked. Okay. All right, so 25 to 20, anybody? <laughs> <clears throat> I'll take that. Uh, I got, 20 to 15. Nope. I, got a 15. I got a 19. Ooh. That's what he said. Um, okay. I got, I got 13. Ooh, okay. So, nice. You guys are all acting before the trap. Uh, 
Oh, spoilers. (laughs) So, um... This room's trapped? Oh, shit. Barmos, uh... Who could have seen this coming? (laughs) Nothing has happened just yet, Barmos, but, uh, the room is getting considerably hotter. Well, um, as Barmos hasn't really, like, noticed any, uh, any issues and failed those past perception checks, um... (laughs) Barmos is going to, like, tug at his robes a little bit and kind of, like, fan him, fan himself out a little. Uh, try to cool himself <laughs> down. Cool, cool. And I would like to, uh, can I hold my initiative until after everybody else? Yeah, for sure. Cool, I'll do um, that. So your, your trigger is waiting for something, like, noticeable to happen? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, next up, Riley, you've noticed the flame, or you've noticed the buttons. I've noticed everything. So I'm I'm going to put my back up against the wall, um, like between the nozzles, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to be like, room's about to be lit on fire. There are buttons <laughs> at the corners. What? Huh? Room's on fire. <laughs> what do we um. want to do with the buttons? <laughs> I, I, in, in my mind's eye, it's very much like the, you know, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the meme, but it's like ships haunted, like the like, oh yeah, yeah, cock gun. Gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very much haunted. like that. Just yeah, it's it's just like rooms on fire, just like <laughs> buttons in the corners, just very matter of fact, nonchalant. Like, yeah, I'm gonna stand up against the wall and then just wait. Cool. Uh, so your trigger is waiting for the flames to come up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna wait for the fire to happen, and <laughs> I guess go from there. Okay, uh, <laughs> Rat, you're up. You see, you're pretty like you're within the path of a, uh, if a fire was to come out, you're within the path. If I drop to the ground, would I you still s- get burned? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. You see, there's a nozzle pretty close to the ground. Oh no. Um... He sort of panics and looks around and is there anywhere I can see that I wouldn't get fired? Fired? Yeah, but so opens to fired. <laughs> fired up. Uh, no, you see... Uh, oh, fired up. There's, uh, there's safe pockets next to both of the buttons. You're pretty close to the entrance still and there are uh, button two buttons on either side of the entrance. So you could theoretically uh, position yourself near one of those buttons and you'd be fine or move he- ahead a few feet. I'm going to run over to one of the buttons and try and, like, make myself as small as possible so I don't get hurt. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and lastly, uh, Nidar, what are you doing? Okay, so let me, um, I guess I don't, I don't actually know about the buttons yet. Oh, I do know about the yeah. buttons because he, he shouted. I have said it. Yeah. So are they, so we're in a, a hallway, right? Mm-hmm. Just, and then there are one in each corner. Yeah. So there's ones at the far, far side. Um, and I was already walking towards the yeah, medallion. You, so how close am I to you the are exactly in the middle right now? Um, exactly in the middle, and there is a glowing red yes. tube right uh, on me, both sides. Right of beside you. me. All right. On both sides of me. So I'm just gonna keep going yes. forward and get out of the with range your of movement. The, you could uh, get to the opposite end of the room. Okay, then I'm gonna get all the way to the opposite end of the room. Okay, and there's a button to the left and a button to the right. Do you want to position yourself near one of those or stand near the door? Uh, button on the left. Okay, cool. 
um, duly noted. Can Barmos act? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, Barmos would like to um, go to the same corner as Nadar and position themselves ready for something. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so uh, it is now um, Initiative Order 10, which means uh, flames spout from the very beginning of the hallway. The the spigots that you see directly in front of you, Rat, begin to shoot out uh, immense flames. <laughs> you... <laughs> You oh, no, are... oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, you are within, uh, like, if you reach out a hand, you are going. It's going to be a toasted hand. Yikes! Uh, and we're at uh, we're at the top of the order with Barmos. Uh, beans. Uh, oh no! Barmos presses a button. Um, you see that uh, it immediately goes in. Uh, and then a red circle goes around the button, and it pops back out. Uh, is there another, can I take another action and press the button again? Yeah, absolutely. I assume it's uh, the, same the same thing. thing. Yeah. Um, Uh-oh. Depending on how long you're envisioning this to take, I would also like to press the button by Nadar, because you said that there are two in this corner, right? Yeah. Um... This will probably be your, like, final action. Sure, um, yeah. I, like, I, I imagine that these are really quick things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Final action, because um, you're going to die, Joe. Because I am going to die. <laughs> oh, I am shoot. going to die. Thank you for reminding um, me about my mortality. No, so, uh, <laughs> you press the button near Nadar. Again, uh, it does Dude, the same exact, like, I, I would like red, to pr- I, red circle. Sorry, I would like to press them both at the same time. Oh, they're with, uh, so one is on one corner, the other is in another corner. So you couldn't, like, theor- you couldn't reach both of them at the same oh, time. Oh, darn. Okay. Never mind. Um, I think we all need to press the buttons at the same time. Fair. All right. So, uh, next up in the order is Riley. What are you doing? So I'm in between two of these spigots, which yeah. are both just spouting flames, right? Not yet. The only Not one yet. spouting flames as of now is directly <laughs> in front of uh, Rat at the very uh. beginning of the hallway. Then I am going to move to the closest corner and just hold my action until somebody tells me to press the button. Okay, so ju- just so I can get the positioning correct, there's either you either have to pass through a field of flame to get to uh, an unoccupied Not that corner. One. <laughs> okay, so there's uh, <laughs> other. Otherwise, there are you will then be counting three people at the opposite end of the hallway. Oh, so three people, two buttons. One button is occupied by Rat. Another button is behind the flame and unoccupied. Um, boy, then. Okay, so so if if there are two people already at the other end of the hall by the buttons, uh. Mm-hmm. Can I? Oh boy. So let me. Is there any way I can take one of these uh, pythons, pittons, pitons, uh, mm-hmm. and <laughs> just and, and and just like hammer, like take the hammer out and try and just put it right in the nozzle, and then try and uh, use like scoot around. I guess. Uh, All right. You can what, absolutely. What you... So. What, what do you need? Make a sleight of hand check. With advantage, because I like this idea. Okay, You're all right. a brilliant child, Jim. 
Okay, all right. Sleight of hand, that would be a 17. Nice. You successfully... Uh, so there's three in the row. Uh-huh. Which one do you want to take out? The top, middle, or... Uh, three in the column. Top, middle, or bottom? Uh, I was I was going to do the one that's currently on fire. <laughs> all three of them are spouting fire. It's creating like a three spouts oh. of fire that are blocking... It's like a wall. Oh, 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 okay, I see, I see now. It's, like, vertically, it's three. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes, a okay. Like a column of Yes, spigots. yes. Uh, I would do the bottom one. Okay. Um, so you successfully uh, plunge it in there. Uh, I'm not going to make you take any damage, because uh, you rolled so well. Um, but something to note, the top two are now spouting more fire. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> I took down... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I, I assume it would take most of my action to do that. So yeah. if I've got any movement left, I guess I would just try and get to the corner that is unoccupied. Yeah, so you could crawl under there. I'm not even going to make you make a check. You could crawl under the fires and go to the other corner. Yeah. Um, Howdy. Okay. <laughs> Which brings us to Rat, actually. Um, so the fire's like right in front of me and... It's yeah. toasty. You're sweating. Yeah. I'm doing that thing where you're just like tucking in as much as you can when someone's trying to squeeze past you. Like just as little <laughs> space as possible. And I'm going to try and hold down the button and just keep my hand on it. Okay. Hold it down. I like yeah. that. Okay. So cool. that when anyone else does it, then it's just, just automatically, I should still be <laughs> holding it down. It. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, All my strength okay, up it, against it. <laughs> is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Um. Ah. Oh. There's not a whole lot, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. I mean, if I could... No, I, I don't want to risk trying to put a, do the same sort of thing on that side and then just the top being insane fire it's just shows, gonna be, so. Yeah, it'll be... <laughs> yeah. It'll be a, a, a veritable fireball spell. Um, I think no, I just so, panic a little bit, probably. <laughs> just, oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Cool. <laughs> and then, uh, Nadar, what are you doing? Uh, are we... Are me... Um, Joe, what's your character's name? Barmos. Barmos? Are me and Barmos on the side that has the medallion on the pedestal? Yes. Um, can I grab it? Yeah, you absolutely can. Well, I'm going to take the medallion. Cool. <laughs> you have. You now have uh, two pieces of the medallion, and that it looks like halfway complete. Um, just a, with a cursory glance, you see uh, there is a, it, it is a book uh, lying open. There's a book lying uh, open on the table? On the on, on the medallion, sorry. Medallion. Oh, on the medallion. Uh, the medallion oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, um, and then, like, can I just tell everyone, like, hey, we should just push these buttons right now? Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, guys, let's just push these buttons right now. And, you know, what? Oh, like, the, the next turn, uh, all the fire is going to spout out from the, the next column uh, out towards you guys, but... If you all, like, you're t talking about all pressing the buttons, like, I'm just going to say you all press them, because uh, you're fiction you are in position to do so. And uh, the fire suddenly dies, and uh, both, uh, the door ahead opens. <sighs> Thank God. Wow, okay. Um, so was it the lever that started yeah. the flames? <laughs> no, the lever... <laughs> no, I think it was the, um, the thing that you tripped on. Hmm, I didn't trip on anything. Yeah, you, you tripped a, a little mm. wire. 
Mm, no, I yeah, was, I thought I thought I saw that happen as well. I think it was the levers. All right, let's go. Pretty sure it was the levers. Okay, you, you enter the uh, the next atrium, and you see uh, the same machine that distributed the goods to you earlier, uh, and it's standing in a corner of a square room, and uh, on the opposite side, there's just a nice little bench that's real cozy, and uh, the machine says, You thought the flames were hot, but your teamwork was fire. <laughs> <laughs> And the uh, the next door is ready for for you guys to be opened. Wait, nope. The next door is ready to be opened by you guys. Yeah. I, I, I just and, walk forward uh, and do it. As you approach uh, the door, you approach the door to the next room. Um, while the other doors have slid open easily with the the like, you know, it's uh, real real smooth. Uh, this door is slow, and it seems there's something on the other side of the door that's providing a t- uh, tension, and it's a screech of stone against metal that presumably some of you have heard at some point in your life. As the door begins to finally budge its way open, you see that there was a statue leaning against it. Uh, the statue then clatters against the steel floor and cracks, uh, and it's the, the statue is a human shape uh, wearing a long uh, cloak, and it is immaculate detail. The most detail you have ever seen in a statue. Whoops. Pretty cool statue. Is there anything you guys want to do with the statue? Or you want to move directly into the room? Uh, what if nah, you put the medallions? The can you put is there can you put the amulet medallion thing over the statue? Over the over the fallen uh statue? Uh-huh. You, I mean, you could put it on there, yeah. I don't know what effect it would have. Well, I don't know either. That's why we're trying it out. <laughs> Ghost from nowhere. We don't, even have, we don't even have a full medallion yet. We should just wait till we get the full medallion before we try to put it on any yeah, you're right. fallen over statues or whatever. As you, uh, Are you guys going to proceed directly into the room then or check out the statue? I'll... I'm going to check out the statue just a little bit. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Whoever wants to look at it. Oh, that's pretty good. I crit failed. You crit uh, failed. I got 19. You... Oh, geez. Uh, so, Barmos, you uh, you get caught up by the, the strange machinery that is uh, DASA 30. It is very fascinating. Um, Look at it. And uh, <laughs> who got uh, Nadar, you got a 19? Or um, was that? That was me, Rat. Rat? Rat? You see blood beginning to well up in the cracks of this of the statue. Ooh. Oh no! Is it like it a? To, yeah. So, go ahead. Is it like a person or like is it bleeding or? It is it like? the blood of like it is red, uh, dripping blood that is now starting to drip onto the the snowy white uh, steel floor. Can I do a medicine check? Maybe. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a healer now, so. <laughs> oh, that's a two. Plus oh. something, but yeah, rubbish. Seven. There's blood. This blood, guys. That's really weird. I don't think statues are supposed to bleed. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> I just, I just say, look out for petrification. Yeah. Shrug. Keep yep. going. Um, as you uh, you move into the next room, you notice that it is crowded with these uh, same statues. They're all in candid positions. 
Some of them are writing on uh, small boards, um, and while others are kneeling down as if looking at uh, the floor tiles. As you step in, um, everyone make perception checks for me. That's really good. Hey! Nat 20. Hey. Okay, 11. nice. Yeah. 21. 11. Okay. 21. 16. Um, 16. So everyone who got, so all of you notice uh, up in the, cor- the, the far uh, right corner of the room, uh, there's a scaffolding, and upon that scaffolding is a, another uh, like light cage surrounding uh, what appears to be a mirror. Um, so, Nadar, you got a nat 20. Uh, you hear a slight hiss as well as a cluck. Oh, no. It's Trixie! <laughs> oh. I've been here before! <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Um, do I know what a, what a cockatrice is? Uh, go ahead and roll an arcana check for me. Um, that's gonna be a ten. Ten? Yeah, you know that there's, uh, a cockatrice is a thing that can turn you into stone. Okay, so I could potentially use deductive reasoning and see a bunch of statues and hear that and... Yeah. Yeah. Also, with a nat twenty, go ahead and roll me uh, a second Arcana check because you got the nat twenty on the perception. Oh, what? That's a nat twenty two. Whoa. Ooh, okay. A natural nice. twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. You. You also. <laughs> you must have. What did you do for your ritual? You. Uh, you hear. Uh, you hear that hiss, and you identify that that is not from a uh, a cockatrice. Um, and also, just through deductive reasoning, looking at some of the other statues, uh, they've made eye contact with something. Um, and that, presumably, it's at human height, so you assume, with your fantastic Nat 20 Arcana check, there's also a Medusa in this room. By the way, Zach, I just wanted to congratulate you on all the Nat 20s that you rolled with your, uh, your Dark oh, yeah, Silver yeah. Forge dice. Yeah, my Dark Alpha set. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's your dark alpha set, and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just a listener here. Is it's a zinc alloy, correct? And it's five times heavier than a normal die. That's five, yeah, five times. And five, five and a half times. Wow. Five, five and a half five. times. Incredible. Yeah, Dark Silver and Forge is a, a great sponsor of the podcast Advantage. Now tell wow. me, if Incredible. I wanted to get some, if I wanted to get some, is there a promo code or how do I get, how do I get uh, my own? Yeah, I, I believe you can enter the promo code AdvantageDnd for ten uh, percent off. Not to be confused with the podcast also, name. No spaces, no spaces, all caps. Which is just advantage. And as we ponder upon the nat twenties that have happened because of the dark silver forge dice, which are statistically more likely to give you nat twenties. Um, don't lie asterisk. Need to get me some of that. Only if, only if you use a critual in tandem. Um, that's a small print. Uh, there you go. So I, I so, think that there's both, or just a Medusa. Uh, both. Okay, guys, I think that this is a dangerous room. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Ooh. And then Barmos would like to look around. That's all you're giving us. Uh, okay. <laughs> there might be um both a Medusa and so a uh, Barmos. Go ahead room. and make a perception check. I, I literally crit failed again. 
Uh oh. I'm not oh even gonna get turned to stone. I literally crit failed again. <laughs> You're just gonna be looking around this the room and you're just room gonna meet icon. Crit fail perception check in. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, okay. As you look about I tried to warn you, it was a dangerous you room. You happen to meet the gaze of a, a stunning young man uh whose head is draped in they're draped in snakes. Um and you make direct oh, no. eye contact with them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you are beautiful. Oh, no. And as you uh, are enraptured by his Adonis beauty, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. I Please don't be that one. Oh, man. Oh. Okay. Uh, you Yikes. feel your legs begin to grow extremely heavy, and you look down. And stone is slowly rising up your toes onto your kneecaps. Um, your movement is now zero. You're not fully petrified yet. Um, oh, no. And Oh, no. Don't look over <laughs> oh here. Don't God. look at this beautiful man. <laughs> Don't look so, um, let's roll. Let's roll some initiative, guys. I'm assuming that I'm going to be at the oh, bottom no. of the initiative roll. <laughs> what with? Um, no, because you still can, like, you can still act. You just can't move. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, guys, hold on. So don't hold use on, this spell. This is real bad for you. Um, oh, boy. going to take a little photo here. I'm sure, sure it's a nat 20. Oh, no. I'm sorry, oh, guys. 15. I am. I rolled an eight. I rolled a nat nineteen. Okay. So um, here's how we're gonna do this. Uh, essentially. <laughs> oh my god! Essentially, uh, we're gonna. This is a three by three uh, map. Um, there's statues in each uh, part of the map. Um, you guys are all. I sent you a picture. You're all in one A right now, and the Medusa is in two A. Uh, can you guys distinguish my handwriting? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, at the yeah. far in three C, that is where the scaffolding is with the mirror. Um. Uh. So the Medusa and the cockatrice are definitely going to be going yeah. first. Um. Hmm. So. Uh. uh right, Twenty to fifteen. Uh, seventeen. Um, I got fifteen. Okay, I got a twenty-one. So we got uh, Riley is. Are going to be first amongst the players. Then uh, Nadar, you got a 17. Um, and then uh, Rat, you got a seven. Or you got a what? It was 15. I'm just going to nip to the loo as well, real quickly. I'll be back. Yeah, no worries. And then 15. Uh, yeah. Then uh, Barmos, you got an eight. Eight. Big bad guys. Okay. Um, so with their nat 20, uh, I'm going to. They're going, or you, you still haven't seen the cockatrice, um, and uh, the Medusa is going to try to get out of your guys' visions, and I'm going to give her advantage since she got it, or he, I'm going to give him advantage since he got a nat 20 on sneaking out. Didn't do great. Uh, you guys watch him. He's like hunched over. He looks as if like he's trying to be sneaky, uh, but you just follow him. You just know, you see exactly where he's walking. Um, and, uh, Next up is Riley. You're up. What are you doing? 
Ooh, it's a good question. It's a very good question. Um, all those black dots, by the way, all of those black dots are uh, statues that you could theoretically hide behind. Did so? Was the Medusa moving from two A to three A or two A to two B? Oh, yeah, good question. Uh, they were moving to two uh, B or not to be. Nice. Got to keep that in there. That was a good one. So, so the okay, Medusas so, failed to sneak away, and you saw them enter what would be 2B. 2B. Okay. Uh, um, you see that he's I'm... at uh, he's at the he's tr- right behind uh, the 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 statue at the top of 2B. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to try and move down to 3A, if possible, if I've got the movement speed. Uh, so that it will be f- uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You would get uh, most of the way down to, you, you'd be right on the brink. Each tile is, okay. five, uh, is 5. Yeah, yeah, I just wasn't sure where I was in 1A. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, so I, I would, if if I can try and position myself at the top, like uh, by that statue, uh, mm-hmm. actually at the top by uh, that statue, uh, but in two A. Yeah, like I, I, I want to have some sort of break. So I guess if I'm hiding, uh, like on yeah, the gotcha. left side of the statue, yeah, between. So I've got the statue between myself. Um, I was gonna say I would use my bonus action to dash, but I am definitively not a rogue. <laughs> so. <laughs> I can use my action to dash and just so I'm going to move from there to the statue in 3A if possible. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um you are successfully there. Cool. And then I'm just going to try and stand with my back to that statue and just be like <laughs> I hate this dream. Heck yeah. Um so next up is uh Nadar, what are you doing? Where is um are we all positioned like at the the edge of one A? Oh, I'm just. Trying I'm gonna. To I'll send a picture sure. just to be not. Sure, okay. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm getting because I'm. I don't want to accidentally shatter Joe's legs. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, you will be. Uh, you'll be the the dragon born in the golden armor. Uh, when this picture sends. Uh, Joe, you're the one who is not painted because that's right. You're turning into <laughs> statue boy. Um, then I am going to see if something cool could happen. Okay. Um, I'm going to attempt to use shatter on the Medusa. On the Medusa. Um, yeah. And hope my, my goal is hopefully that the surrounding statues and stuff will also shatter and do more damage on the Medusa potentially. Ooh. Um, oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Go for it. Cool. So, um, you, everyone hears a very loud ringing noise. Um, and they have everything in that area has to make a constitution saving throw against, I guess, my spell. Save. All right. Oof, big bad. Um, so that is going to be Constitution saving throw. Uh, that's going to be a big old five. <laughs> All right, so that's not going to save. And then 
Each uh, each thing made of inorganic material such as stone or crystal has disadvantage on the saving throw. Um, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's gonna be oh, and that one. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say it shatters. I'm just gonna say Incredible. it goes. All right, so that's gonna be like ten damage on the Medusa just from the spell ten damage. And whatever else. Okay, and then go ahead and roll um, 2d4 for me, for the, the statue. That's going to be another 4. Another 4, nice. So you see that uh, as this statue erupts, shooting um, chunks of uh, stony flesh, um, the blood within is not, uh, is oh, not no. petrified. So uh, you create oh. this immense cloud of blood that sprays outward <laughs> oh god oh, no oh no that's so bad <laughs> blood flex uh, a line against the other statues nearby and create a uh um a veritable picasso painting against the white uh steel floor <laughs> good lord oh no is there anything else you want to do with your turn uh <laughs> You want to murder anybody else? I mean, they were. Were they? <laughs> um, uh, I guess I'll move down to one B. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're going horizontally. Um, there is there are two statues in one B. Um, one you can kind of see in the picture that I just sent. Uh, do you want to position yourself near that one or the far one? Um. The far one. Okay. Um, and you can intentionally invert, avert your gaze from the Medusa. Uh, and that's the yeah. Point. So uh, you are behind that statue. Um, and I think that's all you can do with your turn, right? Yep, that sounds good. All uh, right. Uh, Rat, you're up. And you're the blue boy. Yes. In that picture. So where, whereabouts is the Medusa? Sorry. You're good. Uh, the Medusa is at the top of 2B. To be, oh, wide and open, someone, yeah. who and was it that was being open. petrified? Covered in blood. Uh, that's gonna be our good friend, uh, Barmos. Barmos, where are you? Are you right, close to right me? Right behind you. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't think a healer kit is gonna do very much for you. Unfortunately. Medicine check for me. Oh, great. With advantage. Okay. With advantage. Oh, ashes. Probably need that. Um, oh, uh, that was a three and a four, so... Ooh, um, bad. big bad. Six, seven, eight, nine altogether. Um, can you convince me that why it's a ten? Oh, I... Um, I'm very, very stressed out, and I'm thinking through... I mean, I guess I've seen, like, like myths before. Do I... Would I have experienced anything, like, kind of... Medusa's kind of... Yeah, why not? You know, you've sailed, I guess. You've <laughs> Sail the world. You re remember that there is a uh, an aerosol can labeled GR. Um, oh shit! And you deduce that that might mean greater restoration. Okay. Um, so, uh, well, yeah, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Um, I mean, you you've barely done anything thus far, so. Yeah, I'm gonna stand um, by Bamas. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And kind of shield cool. him a little bit. Thank you. Um, and I'm gonna, tr I'm gonna try like like 
shield him with my body and maybe try and like aim at the Medusa if I can and take a shot. Yeah, because you have your revolver. Because I have my revolver. Yep. Um, so that'll be one d six plus your dex mod plus uh, for your and plus proficiency for your attack roll. Yes. Okay. Or, or yeah, whatever. Oh, that was cocked. Hold on. Sorry, I'll do that again. Ugh. Uh, that was seven. <laughs> That's not gonna. Hit. Sorry. Did you roll a d twenty or a, a d six? I rolled a d twenty. Sorry. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Uh, that definitely does not hit. Uh, in the slightest. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I probably close my... He closes his eyes and just kind of blindly sort of fires off <laughs> in any directions. So that's probably dang. why. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Too busy trying to shield. Uh, all right. Um, Barmos, you're up. What are you doing? Do I have I the think, ability uh, to do anything? You do. Your torso is still free. Um, your legs are... Your, your movement is zero, but your your torso is free. Oh boy. Okay. I mean, I have a gun, right? Yeah, you have a, that good old revolver. I would like to use my good old revolver and put some okay. good old bullets into that bad <laughs> old Medusa. Cool. Go for it. Let's see. I rolled an 18 to hit. 18 hits. And that's going to be 1d6 plus dex. 1d6. I rolled a 4 plus my dex, which is 2. So 6 damage. All right. Nice. Now, um, you're, I'm assuming yeah. that I'm looking at her to fire yeah, he's, the revolver. Him, yeah, he's right? uh, the beautiful boy. He was like recoiled from the the, the blood mist that Nadal okay, so, has created. So I'm not in danger of getting got again? Yeah, you're not in danger. Yeah, you're good. In um, fact, uh, we'll say that while attacking, you will not be in danger because all the blood in the eyes of the Medusa. Dope. Um, follow-up question is, is it possible to get more petrified by looking, by continuing to look at him? Well, like, here's the, here's the thing, Joe, I gotta be honest with you, man. I need you to make another DC, uh, 14 yeah, okay. constitution. Right. Well, also, hold on. Do, do they get to shoot, shoot twice? I was going to say, yeah, uh, as Medusa's? a melee class, we do have the ability to you do, have two, do attacks. two attacks on your turn. Two attacks in oh, one yeah. turn. You yeah. guys can both make another attack. You guys. I rolled a net 20! Oh, Yay! Yeah. Give me that good old 2d6, Joe. Um, 2d6. Uh, and uh, Rat, you can also attack again. Oh, That's can four, I? 4 Sweet. plus 6 is 10, plus my dex plus of 2 my is 12. Jeez Louise. Okay. I got a 17 to hit. 17 hits. Oh, is that just a D6 then? A D6 plus your dex, uh, your dex modifier. That's free points of damage. Not bad. It's not <laughs> so <awful>. strong. <laughs> now you're yeah, Gavin. I did get a three on my con save, so I don't know how that wants oh, to no. resolve because I am probably going to die. You aren't going to die. You were just going to be petrified. Um, oh, good. At least so, I'm going to be petrified. That's fun. You, uh, we'll do this in three stages. Uh, your torso is now, um, your torso is now petrified. Your head is free. Um, so but, I can't uh, use my arms, but I can like swivel around and look and talk and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, if you fail again, your head will be, uh, yeah. your head will be enveloped, but, uh, your bullets. Yeah, your bullets all pop off into this Medusa. Um, 
creating a greenish blood that flows from his wounds. Uh, and uh, that's about it that you can do because now you're petrified up to your neck. Um, you are neck deep in it, my friend. And, no. Uh, okay, next up is the Medusa, who is uh, going to turn towards... Um, towards rat and uh make its petrifying gaze no uh, so go ahead and make uh, a dc 14 constitution saving throw we we're proficient in constitution saving throws right yes oh sweet oh that's gonna save my ass 16 16 hey. yeah you're good um, <sighs> it is going to uh take a shot at you with its bow um, fair enough fair enough Ooh, that's bad. Uh, um, so uh, that is going to be 11 to hit, and I don't think that hits. Ooh, that misses. All right, the, my, the arrow whizzes by you. Nice. Um, okay, next up uh, is another thing. Um, Riley, go ahead and make a con- uh, perception check for me. Uh, out of turn. Uh, that's a 13. 13. You notice a uh, um, uh, the cockatrice runs behind the statue that's before the la- that ru- that is before the ladder that goes up to the uh, the mirror. Okay. Um, and uh, that's going to be the cockatrice's turn. Riley, you're up. Uh, cool. Do I think I could get by the cockatrice? Um, yeah, it's you could theoretically, yes. Then I am going to use my racial trait, the hidden step, and as a bonus action, I turn invisible until the start of my next turn. I attack, oh deal damage, or force a saving throw. And I'm going to turn invisible, and I'm going to run, and I'm going to dash and try and get up the scaffold- scaffolding, if possible, as far as I can get. Nice. 40, 40. Yeah, you would, That's um, so cool. You would get midway up the ladder. Okay. And I'm cool. just invisible. Yep, you're invisible as heck. Okay. <laughs> the, the cockatrice doesn't even notice you. Um, and you you run by it. You see it's an ugly, scaly little thing. Uh, and it goes... Um, Damn Trixie. And, and, uh, <laughs> next up is uh, Nadar. You're up. Right. And so the Medusa didn't hide behind anything again it just no yeah just hanging out in the open yeah um do i know what this uh gr canister would do you can make a medicine check with me or for me uh with this advantage though because it it doesn't you'd like you wouldn't have any reason to recall it that's at the moment yeah that's completely reasonable that'll be like a a three, a three. So yeah, you you uh you don't know what it does. I don't even I don't even think. But about uh, it. yeah. I mean, it. I think out of turn. Uh, I think Rat could yeah. shout to you. I I probably uh, should have well, done that. In that case, <laughs> I am going to. Um. So I am at the far statue on one B. Um. Can I? Um. I'm gonna run to. The first statue in 2C, if I can do that. Okay. Um, yeah, totally. And then I would like to use a lightning bolt on the Medusa. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, 
And uh, does this, does the Medusa have to make a save for that? Yes. Okay. What save is that? Is that a deck save? Uh, it is a deck save. Does 17 beat it? Uh, 17 does beat it, but that will okay. still do half damage. Cool. And as you uh, as you shoot your cool bolts of electricity, you notice uh, the other complete half of the medallion is hanging from uh, the Medusa's neck. Mm. Uh, it's going to be 10 damage. All right. Good stuff. Um, okay. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no, I think I'm okay. Okay, you see lightning arc through the air and uh, give uh, give our Medusa a good old zap. And um, next up is Rat. Um, Rat's going to yell, throw the canister over here! And um, then I think, how far away am I from um, the him? From the Medusa. Uh, in a diagonal line, you are 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet. And you would be okay. behind him if you do that. I'm just going to charge at him and Ooh, very hit good. him with my sword. Very I'm good. Pull Let's my go. sword out and just start running. Uh, one hand up for the canister <laughs> if I can catch it. Yeah, you also, you're also you going to have advantage on this because you're behind him. Oh, sweet. Um... That is sixteen plus seven for the for my first attack. Yep, that totally hits. It's a D twelve, right? Uh, yes, one D twelve. So that's eleven points for the first. Oh, and you added your strength mod, right? Nice. I did, yeah. Okay. And then I'm gonna hit him again. Do I still have advantage or? Yes, you nah. do still have advantage. I'm gonna sort of uh, slice down. Is back kind of nice. directly Very straight. Good. Uh, sixteen plus seven, so. Oh again. gosh, yeah, totally hits. Um, not as good. Two, three, four, five, six, six points of damage. Six? Not bad. For my um, second. And then we hold out my hand for the canister so I can run back and help Very my good. friend. Um, as you cut down into this Medusa, uh, the green blood kind of sprays out, but uh, as you cut down it also the blood sprays against your sword and begins to sizzle off of your sword um Ooh. so next up is uh barmos um you're ahead <laughs> i'm ahead <laughs> i yell we're gonna fix you <laughs> i really um, i can hope so uh so go ahead and make a, another constitution saving throw for me uh i rolled a two I'm sorry, you rolled a two? I rolled a two? <laughs> uh, you watch as suddenly Barmos's mouth begins to become immobile as stone envelops his face, and the last thing that covers his, uh, the last bit of stone that covers uh, shows uh, fleeting and terrified eyes. And Barmos, you are um, petrified until uh, the GR aerosol can is used on you. Jeez. Okay. Um, so next up is uh, the Medusa, who is going to um, take a swipe at you. It's going to turn around at you, uh, uh, Rat, and it's first going to try to make its petrifying gaze at you. And uh, ah. since you've succeeded before, go ahead and roll with advantage. Ooh. 
that's a 20, not natural, but 20. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Uh, and oh. this thing is going to uh, take uh, a swing at you, and it's also going to try to bite you with its head. It's snake Gross. head. Gross. Okay. Um, so it very much misses its swing, but with its snake head, uh, it does 22, which I believe beats your armor class. That does. And it is going to do... Um, 14 points of damage as uh, the snakes bite down on you. And uh, it's poison damage, but it's not, like, going to make you poisoned. Nasty. Um, okay, next up is uh, the cockatrice, who is uh, going to make a perception check against you, Nadar, and very much fail. So it's just going to cluck around like a complete idiot. Um <laughs> Riley, you're up. You're halfway up that ladder. Okay, so, uh, as it comes back to my turn, I become visible again, uh, and I move the rest of the way up to the mirror. Okay. Uh, go and make a quick perception check for me. Well, just threw that dice away. Uh, that, oh, perception? <laughs> That's a 25. Yeah. That's a 25. You see two buttons on either side of the mirror, uh, surrounded by that uh, light cage. Oh, so I can't actually get to the mirror? Um, there are, yeah, there's two buttons right next to it. So you're going to have to use some teamwork up here. Okay. Unless you can uh, conceivably come up with a way to press both buttons at the same time. So I am a furbolg. I'm 6'9", 6'10". That means you have do a 6'9", 6'10", wingspan. Yeah. Do I think that I could get both? If you... <laughs> If you move the pedestal, you would have to pick that sucker up and move it, and then. So I've got I've got good news and bad news, Gavin. <laughs> the good news is, as a furbolg, I count as large to determine my carrying capacity, the weight mm -hmm. I can push, drag, or lift, and yeah. it's fifteen times my strength score. My oh, strength yeah. score is sixteen, and because I count as large, I double that. Yeah, you can totally nice. move this thing. So what's the bad 15 news? Fifteen times sixteen. Oh, I mean, so basically, I can lift four hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, that's fine. That 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 works for me. So I would try and move the pedestal out of the okay. way, and then I, that's probably my action. So then I guess just on my next turn, I would you could bonus and... action. You could bonus action press both buttons at the same time. Bonus action press both buttons. Wham! And the the light cage. Uh, falls down and the mirror is now available to you nice. nice 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 uh, on my next turn i will try and grab the mirror but that's next turn yeah uh so nice next up is uh nadar yeah and you just got back and throw that that aerosol can with that i guess i'll just chunk it okay cool uh go ahead and make a dexterity check for me just flat dexterity Uh, <laughs> two? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you throw it, and it, it hits the back of the Medusa's head and does no damage. Um, but the Medusa is turns towards you. Not It's not going to make its petrifying gaze yet, but it turns towards you. Because you just threw a freaking aerosol can at its head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, in that case... 
um, seeing the Medusa turn its turn towards me, uh, I'm gonna cast Fog Cloud, and then I'm gonna make a break oh, for the scavenging. Oh, nice, Ooh. dude! Very, very good. Very good. Um, yeah. Remind oh, yeah. me. Uh, remind me uh, of your Fog Clouds effect. Uh, it creates a 20-foot radius sphere of fog centered on the point within range, so just okay. centered on me. Nice. Um, and it uh, spreads around corners, heavily obscures all areas, um, and lasts for the duration, or until a strong wind disperses it. <laughs> Which, you're in a steel dome, so you yes. none of that. Um, so, and you're running towards the scaffolding, you said? Yep. Okay. Uh, how many, like, you're using your full movement in a straight line? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you come up behind the cockatrice. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Uh, and that'll be it. Uh, Rat, what are you doing? Um, is the canister on the floor, I'm assuming? It is, and it's just on the edge of the fog cloud behind the Medusa, but you do have advantage on any attacks made against the Medusa. Nice. Um, I'm gonna... Can I, like, attack once and then try and grab it and run over and use it? Could I do that? Yeah, absolutely. Feasibly? You could um, attack twice, because that's your action, and your bonus action could be to pick up that off. Uh, oh, the... sweet. Okay. Um, that's a 16 plus stuff for the first attack. 16 plus yeah. stuff hits. Yes. Plus stuff. That's the best modifier, that's really. A shit roll. <laughs> Just roll a one. Oof. Uh, that's oh, five no. points you of rolled, damage. You rolled, oh, one. Okay, I thought you rolled a nat one for your second attack. Oh, no, no. That uh, would have yeah. sucked. You, uh, you, you cut down into this this sucker. And then... That's initial 20! Ooh, Baby. Yeah. very good. Give me 2d6 nice. for that one. Or no, 2d12. Oh, my god. 2d12. Um, also, because I'm a half-orc, when I um, attack it, I get another weapon die added to it. Oh uh, yeah, that's extra true. damage. So, is that three d twelve? Three d twelve. Oh my god! Wait wow. till I roll all ones on this. It's not gonna be fun. <laughs> well, sorry, I'm just getting some more dice. Oh, that's a twelve, a ten, and a four. So that's um, twenty six points of damage. Plus four for my strength. Okay, Woo. so twenty six plus twelve. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, twenty six plus four. I think. Hold on, sorry. Let me calculate it. You're going to add your strength mod to each yeah. damage roll. So that's do plus, I? I believe so. I'm going to say yes. Uh, if 26 I do, plus 12 is 38 points of damage. That's, yeah. That's absurd. <laughs> with, Woo! With three vicious uh, swipes, you you just, like, beat the heck out of this Medusa. Um, it is, uh, uh, this Medusa, he grimaces as he holds his bleeding wounds uh, he's looking real bad. Um, taking the opportunity, I'm going to try and run away. Um, even if that means he's going to hit me, I'm going to run and grab the canister and try and spray it at my friend over there. Okay, so you can Who's run around just turned and grab the into... canister. Yeah. Three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Um, that would... Only... You would get there. You would get back Would I get there? there? Yeah. Um, and then spray, 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 if I can. Give, give him the good spray and... Um, Barmos, you slowly begin to breathe again and feel uh, the rejuvenation of your limbs, and you are now free to move. Wow, all at once? All at once, yep. Incredible. My sweet boy. 
<sighs> You're alive! <laughs> I'm alive! And uh, that uh, brings us to... Actually, Barmos, it's your turn. Oh, man. Kick his ass! I'll try to <laughs> kick his ass. Let me cock this revolver and uh, shoot that boy again. Yeah. You I rolled a totally six, can do that. 16 plus stuff. Yep, that hits, and then you get two attacks. Nice. Okay, so this is for the first one. Uh, four plus two is six damage, and then for the second attack, okay. I rolled a 12 plus my dex, which is two, 14? That to... doesn't do it, unfortunately. Uh, so the bullet... Your last bullet whizzes past them into the fog. Bummer. But you did do a, a decent amount of damage. He's looking real bad. He's full of bullet holes and slashes. <laughs> um, uh, next up, uh, we're back to the Medusa, who's big pissed. Um, they are going to try to go hide. Uh, so everybody go ahead and make... Uh, actually, it's going to go into the fog and hide. Uh, so oh, no. make perception checks with disadvantage. Eight. Eight. Eleven. Nine. Nine? Okay, yeah, you guys don't see where it's at within the fog. Um, and Shoot. Uh, luckily, though, it doesn't see you right now either, so you're good. Um, next up is uh, the cockatrice who turns on Nidar, and as the DM flips back to the cockatrice page. Um, <laughs> That's the worst, isn't it? <laughs> I hate it. Um... All right, Nadar, this thing's going to take a little bite at you. Um, and that's going to be 17 to hit. Uh, that's going to definitely hit Okay, me. so uh, this thing does a measly, wow, two, two damage to you. Um, but uh, I need you to Ow. make a, a constitution saving throw. 14. Yeah, you uh you begin to feel rock climb up your ankle, but it quickly dissipates. Um and that is Shrug it off. <laughs> that is the cockatrice's turn. Riley, you're up and you have the mirror directly in front of you. Uh so I would like to lift the mirror off the wall if okay. possible and like frame myself behind it. Mm, yes. So I also I actually misspoke last turn. Uh, I thought I had 480 as my carrying capacity. I actually have 960 pounds. What? Woo! <laughs> I hate Dungeons and Dragons so much. Yeah, That's so broken. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> C- carrying capacity is my strength score times 15. Carrying or like lift, push, or pull is that times two. Oh my gosh! So I hate that so, so much. So I have 960 pounds that I can carry around. So what I would like to do is take the mirror off the wall, hold it sort of in front of me, but I guess over my head, uh, and then jump down from the scaffolding to the floor. Okay, go ahead and make an acrobatics check for me. Acrobatics. Very glad that I'm proficient in this. (laughs) Uh, That's 21. 21, yeah, you you land in whatever stance you want to land in. Yeah, I just sort of like Super squat. Yeah, I've got I've got the the mirror over my head, and then I look around. And how far away is the fog cloud? The fog cloud is about fifteen feet away from you. Okay, so uh, 
if possible, I would like to, um, like, see if I can sort of gauge a direct path, then hold the mirror in front of me and mm -hmm. just start walking towards it and go, Hey, Medusa! Hey, Medusa! Come look at me! Come on! Make a and persuasion check for way. me. All right. Persuasion, yikes. <laughs> that is a six. A six. Ooh. Yeah, this thing, uh, this Medusa is not falling for that bait. Um, okay. Uh, next up is going to be Nadar. All right. You're engaged with the cockatrice right cool. now. Um, do I know that the Medusa is uh, poked full of holes? Like, can I see it? Or is <laughs> yeah. It well, no, no, no. It's it, Sorry. It's within the fog cloud. You can't see it. Okay. It's snuck in there. Cool. Then I will not worry about it. I'm going to uh, use a Shocking Grasp. And I'm just going to try to grab this cockatrice. <laughs> nice. Okay, go ahead and roll to attack. That's going to be a 24. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you totally okay. grab it. <laughs> cool. Um, seven damage. Seven damage. All right, let's see it. Let's see this thing's health, huh? Um, probably not good. It's not a high level monster. All right, so uh, you see it goes, and, and uh, it is not dead, but it looks real bad. Um, and uh, it is, it, it got that good, good, good shock, I guess. Um, okay, uh, next up is Rat. <laughs> okay. Um, can't see the reducer in the fog, right? Nope, it is, it is in there. He's in there. Um... I think I'm going to probably use my movement to go closer to the door out. Okay. Uh, that's going to be in uh, what would be uh, 3B. Yeah. Um, All right. So if you dashed, you could get there. Yeah, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run over there. <laughs> just, All right. Just cowardly running. I just want to get out of this room. Very but... good. You're over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's... Unless, yeah, I think that's all I can do with my turn. Yeah, just going to uh, run over there. Barmos, you're up. Um, I would like to shoot another gun. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wait, where, what are you shooting it at? Just into Hold the on. fog. <laughs> yeah, into the fog. <laughs> okay. No, so... okay, 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 okay. Fine, 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 fine. fine. Um, are there <laughs> any fun mirrors near me? No, uh, the only mirror is within the fog with Riley. Ah, uh, beans. Okay. Um, well, I mean, in that case, let's, can I run over to Riley and pick up on what Riley's doing with the, uh, here, here Medusa, here Medusa stuff and join in <laughs> and aid yeah. to the, uh, the calling. You said you yeah, wanted a absolutely. persuasion check, right? Yes. Um, if you're using the, the move aid though, you can give advantage to Riley on your next, on his, uh, his next turn. Oh yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, my charisma is not great, but thank you. Okay, in that case, never mind. <laughs> I will do it myself because I'm yeah. better than you, Riley. Oh, um, <laughs> yes, I know you are. My charisma, my charisma is great, and I will tell you why. Um, <laughs> because I did just roll a twelve plus four, sixteen. 
Okay, uh, I'm gonna give this this guy a. Oh yeah, totally. This Medusa says, "Where are you?" And uh, starts to. You see, uh, they're like through glimpses in the fog. You see them walking about. This way, dumbass. <laughs> Whistle, I didn't call it a dumbass. That's a great way. Um, and uh, next up is the Medusa, who is going to walk towards you. Um, and it suddenly sees a mirror, and it's like, oh, shit. And... <laughs> oh, man. It totally failed. Um, yes! So oh, my God. Its legs begin to petrify. Um, you know that you're going to have to get this medallion off of its chest before it petrifies. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I so, about the medallion. Uh, its legs are petrified. It no longer has movement. Um, and uh, that is going to be its turn. Um, next up is the cockatrice, which is going to bite your hand, Nadar, because it's... Uh, I. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to make that joke because this is a PG-13 show. <laughs> um, that's going to be I mean, you can make hit. the joke as long as you cut it out of the final cut. You know, I was going to say because you're choking the chicken. Um, <laughs> so. Hey, Yikes. as I was saying, it's euphemisms are fine. Okay, then I'll keep that sucker in there. Um, uh, 11 to hit, Nadar? Uh, that'll hit. Oh, Oh no! Really? Okay. Um, he well, he's a spellcasting so, boy. Yeah, so I don't. That's like my my armor class would just be plus whatever my dex is, which is plus zero. So oh geez, straight ten, right? Yep. Um, so that's gonna be five yeah. points of damage, and I need you to make a uh, Constitution saving throw, DC eleven. Nope. Oh, oh no! Oh shoot! Oh boy, Bucko. That was the last. Was that the only? Oh boy! Now we have to get the necklace off, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. We're just gonna. We'll. We'll keep rocking. Uh. So you feel your hand is starting to go. Um. You can no longer do du- uh, You can't do any dual wielding as of now. Um. And. Uh. That's going to be it for the the cockatrice's turn. Um, next up is uh, Riley. You uh, you see that this Medusa is starting to petrify. Uh, how how big is this mirror again? Do I think I could hold it with one hand? Yeah, you totally. You're you're a big boy. You could totally do it. I am a big boy. Uh, then I would like to hold the mirror in in one hand in front of me. And take my sword that's buzzing in the other hand and try mm-hmm. and just nip off the medallion. Okay, go ahead and make, uh, make an attack roll for me. Are you using this mirror like a shield? Uh, Ooh. yeah, more or less. And uh, it was it was it was a two. Oof. Yeah. This but uh, this Medusa. Good news. Yeah? Good news. I have a second attack. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. you do. Go for it. Come on. That is much better. Yes. Much okay. better. It's uh it's uh 17 plus my strength. So 20. 20. Okay, very good. Um I'm going to say it's going to take reduced damage since you're aiming for a specific like item on it. 
Uh, but sure. go ahead and roll a uh, a d8 for damage as the medallion clatters onto the ground. Uh, that's five. Five. Plus my okay, very good. Strength. Uh, oh yeah, five. Five plus my strength is eight. Eight. Oh my gosh, this thing looks so bad. It looks like it looks. Uh, this Medusa, he's beginning to cough uh, to cough up blood and whatnot. Um. And uh, it clatters to the ground. That's going to be... Uh, you have a bonus action. You could theoretically pick up this medallion. Uh, yes, I will do that. Okay, very good. And you do such. If possible, I would just still like to maintain my way between uh, Barmos and the Medusa with the mirror. Yeah, totally. Um, that's completely fine. Uh you um you see the top half of this is a glittering moon like with uh, little glittery things coming off the top the next up is uh nadar um mm -hmm. go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me that one is going to be a 19 19 hey okay. uh it, not bad this halts at your arm it doesn't go any further um, cool. but you got a stony arm now, so have fun with that. Um, All right. and yeah. So, so I was holding on to the cockatrice. Is that what we were saying? Um, <laughs> that's, yeah. I was, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that's one way you could I say was, it. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was choking the chicken as it were. Um, was that with the now stone hand? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> You got you got a stone cold it's, it's grip on this chicken, if you will. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> the, how is the cock? So the cock. I, I'm. <laughs> so can it move? Like, I reckon it can't because it's stuck in your stony hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeesh. So, um, I'm gonna use firebolt on it. <laughs> just. Just create a little bit of fried chicken in your hand. Go for it. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. That is going to be a 23 to hit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Go ahead and roll for damage. And that's going to be 10 damage. 10 damage. Disgustingly, you... Well, you can't really feel because you got a stony hand, but you watch as the flesh sloughs off of this poor cockatrice... Uh, leaving only the charred bones that fall through uh, fall through your stony hand and clatter onto the ground, and it is dead. Um, but now you just got a weird stone hand. So this is gonna make for a good last name, though. <laughs> N <laughs> Nadar, Nadar Stonehand. Sick last name. Nadar Stonehand. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else you want to do with your turn, Nadar? You have uh, uh, you have I guess your movement. I'll, I guess I'll head towards the door. Cool. And your your now oddly weighted off balance arm is very uncomfortable for you. Um, so uh, next up is uh, Rat. You're kind of just chilling at the door, aren't you? Uh, yes. So the Medusa's okay in vision now. I can see see him. Uh, it's still in the fog. They just happen to be <laughs> engaged with it in the fog. I guess I could have just dispelled the fog, but. <laughs> Hey, about that. if you want to just dispel the fog, I don't care. You can do it. All right, I'll dispel the fog. All right, it is now in vision. Okay. Um, I guess if I can get a good angle on him, I'll just pop off two rounds, try and shoot him. Um, 
it is currently uh like you would have to roll with disadvantage and if you like if you get a nat one it is going to hit either barmos or i'll take uh, it <laughs> or could Riley. i so go could i move yeah. so i'm in a better position oh yeah totally you first. can totally move into a good shooting angle I'm gonna. I think I'll. I'll do that. I guess. Um, okay. I'm not sure where would be the best place to move. It, wherever. We're just going now. Um, and go ahead and roll to attack. Okay. Um, that's definitely gonna miss. That's a four plus five. So. Yep, that misses. And go ahead and uh, roll for the next one. Uh, sixteen plus uh, five. That hits. Yes. Go ahead and roll damage. D6, right? Yep, D6 plus your dex mod. That's five altogether. Five altogether. Yes. Oh, man, you were so close. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it bites into the neck of this Medusa, and uh, the the Medusa's head cocks to the side violently as uh, blood sprays out the other side of its neck. Oh, and so uh, he painfully holds his hand up to his neck and uh, begins to look a little bit mournful of his own life and realizes oh. that death is coming to him. I death f- comes for us all. And <laughs> he, um, I feel bad now. <laughs> uh, Barmos, it's your turn. Uh, give me your help, guys. What should I do? Well, do we do we have the medallions? Yes, you yeah. have the medallion. Okay. Well, then just kill the thing. I kill the thing. And you know <laughs> yeah, what? Go ahead and roll to I'm going to try to do this with my sword. Ooh, Ooh very good. Hopefully this will be a finishing blow. Um, I rolled a 14 plus strength, which is 14 yes. plus zero. 14 total. Oh, oh no, 14 total. Nope, you don't hit. Bummer. Somehow I... Actually, convince me convince me why you get 15. Well, the reason I get 15... Well, it's not that I get 15, but it's that like the AC of the monster is lower... Oh, because you know what? That's a good point. They're I like turning that. to rock, my dude. Yeah, I'm with that. I can follow that logic. Yeah. I can follow that logic. Go ahead. Uh, that, that'll that do it. Already full of holes. He's Precisely. Just one of the holes I rolled there. a nine plus zero. Okay, how do you want to do this? Yes. Uh, I would just like to stab it straight in the throat. And you do that. You just give it a good old stib stab and... Uh, because its legs are turned to stone, it can't fall fully back. So you hear the crack of its spine as it. Oh, I hate that. Uh, oh. As it leans back. Oh. Oh, no. yes. likes that. Everyone just likes that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and this thing dies. Uh, and the door, door, uh, directly in front of Nadar opens. Oof. I'm gonna. As as everyone, uh, as everyone catches up to me, I'm gonna say, "Man, I didn't expect this uh, this experiment to have such stiff competition." Nice. <laughs> I just casually <laughs> chuck the mirror, <laughs> and it shatters with. Uh, see if I can find an insert glass noise shatter <laughs> audio bite. Give some foley for us, there, Gavin. See what you can do. With clash. Per- clash. That's- clash. Clash. <laughs> um, and uh, the door opens into another atrium, and you see uh, uh, another DASA model, DASA thirty 
four, I think. That's a next in sequence. Um, <laughs> and it says to you, uh, it says, A strong community means disaster immunity. And the door ahead of you opens. I was gonna say during this time, I would like to give, um, I would like to give Nadar the other half of the medallion that I have taken for him to have the full medallion. Oh, yeah. You take it with your one functional hand, um, <laughs> and here's the here's the challenge. You're gonna have to figure out how to piece the three of these together with only one hand. Um, we all just watch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah Nobody helps. <laughs> Nobody I helps. Just fumble around with it for a really long this time. This is all the guys. Like one part. He's got like one part in the arm, like against you his chest. You got it. You're doing great. Just like, like just leaning it against the the stone arm. On we believe in you. You got it. You got it. You you get a couple of like oh 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 oh. Do I do I eventually get it? <laughs> After an uncomfortable amount of time, and no one wants to be like, "Hey, man, you want help?" Because like they don't want to, they don't want to imply that you can't do something, right? Um, <laughs> and eventually, they like fall together. It's not like you could successfully do it, but they like fall into place together. And you see, it is the the medallion comes together to be uh, an open book with a moon setting into the binding of the book, with little sparkles coming out of the book. Um, and, Boo. Uh, that, the... <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> that looks oddly familiar. <laughs> mm. I tried to give you guys a good homage. Okay? I do. I do. I tried real hard on that. I it very much nice. like it. Um, <laughs> Kevin, will you ex- will you explain the significance of that? Uh, yes. Uh, that is. I, I don't know if there's a lore significance. I just know it's your Discord server. That's the <laughs> logo for our Discord server. <laughs> yeah, um, Which we're all currently and, uh, playing it on. It is the logo. Yeah. And, um, In which you, yeah. audience, should join. You should. And it's a great time. How friends roll, fun but why, the misadventures, and uh, advan- advantage. Advantage. Uh, which we are listening Wait, to. Advantage. Um, is it advantage yes. or advantage D&D? I never know. It's it's ad- it's actually advantage Dungeons and Dragons licensed. Ah, okay. Um, nice. <laughs> for uh, clarification, audience... The name of the show is just Advantage, and I'm going to murder every single person that fails to get it right. I love you. Um, That includes you, Gavin, and Jim. That's fair. Mm -hmm. I deserve it. Um, So you enter into this next room, and uh, it it is shockingly bright in this room. Uh, it, oh, it's so bright that you can't discern the walls around you, which are reflecting the white walls uh, reflecting. And uh, before you, you can barely make out the shape of a final pedestal uh, with a, another light cage around it. And uh, as you approach it, you see uh, there's an inscription on the base of the pedestal that reads, You can find me resting at the bottom of the ocean or making my home high amongst the stars. But when you find me in the hearts of men, I am that which remains from their scars. Uh, What am I? You can find me resting at the bottom of the ocean or making my home high amongst the stars. But when you find me in the hearts of men, I am that which remains in their scars. Uh, I don't know if there's like a, a thing, but I just walk up and I just say, Darkness? Yeah. And shit, it was that easy. Uh, and 
as you say darkness, um, all of the darkness descends up, down upon the room, uh, the very room that Gavin uh, worked very hard to make a very simple puzzle, uh, <laughs> a very simple riddle. Um, that's the best I could do. Um, <laughs> and uh, there are spotlights that shine down on each of your positions. You hear a soft, slow beep. Beep. <laughs> Beep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go towards the weird beeping sound that I've never heard Same. before. Um. The spot, the spotlight <laughs> follows you. This was a weird dream, guys. I'm still confused. Is this your dream or my dream? I, I think, I think it's th- my dream, but I think, I, I think that it's the dream we all shared together. The Aww. real dream was the, the friends dream. we made along the way. I like that. Ayahuasca is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> and with that beautiful final line, the, the floor drops out from underneath of you, and you begin to plummet, your team members eventually fading from you. You are alone in this darkness, and you begin to lose focus and awareness and drift away. After some time, you awake with the same jolting feeling you felt earlier, as if you were falling. You were lying on your bed or wherever you slept. You might have thought you had a very elaborate dream until you noticed the aches and pains and stone hand, uh, the minor injuries and alien technology that is neatly stacked atop the armor and clothing that you've received. Placed squarely on top of this stack of new equipment, a thin metal card with the letters L-J-D engraved into the center. <laughs>